Welcome to the Man Alive podcast from Redding, California, where the best men keep getting better. Yeah, so what Roger was doing was scare stories. I, I, I grew up on a farm, uh, super intense family, regular violent. I mean, we've done, I mean, I've pulled, I've done, I've done a bunch of crazy stuff. I've never broke a bone. I've, I've been close to death many times. And I, I think the thing that saved me is my dad's scare stories. No, seriously, scare stories all the time. I do it to my kids, don't I, Levi? I do it all the time. I'm the scare story master. And here's my dad. I'm a little kid, right? We're driving across the bridge. He's like, oh, yeah, I remember when, you know, Jimmy Jones, he jumped off of that and he was paralyzed for life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's where uh, Uncle Jeffro, you know, flipped his tractor right there and rolled it and, you know, lost the farm. You know, know, true story, killed him. Uh, You know, I mean, just... (laughs) I just, just, uh, oh yeah, you know, stay away from that PTO because man, that'll suck you up like a big old hamburger. That happened to da da da, right? I mean, just these stories all the time, and you know, it, it, it kept me safe. These stories kept me safe. That story you just heard from Roger will keep you safe. The men in your small group are failing. Hey man, I'm glad it's not me. You're keeping me safe. I'm seeing how stupid that was, and I realized, like, how you got there. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, the scare stories keep me from getting paralyzed for life, getting wrapped up in a PTO, flipping a tractor and losing the farm. They're good. Others' failures are good. In fact, your, your failures, you're going to learn from your failures. I, that's, that's a given. You guys are going to learn. You will learn. What's really smart is to learn from other people's failures. So when somebody fails in your group, you go, <laughs> right? Say, it's okay to fail. We learn. You see that poster, use condoms, get tested? So we should throw one up, something like, be holy, get married, stay faithful, have great sex. <laughs> How many of you guys know that masturbation makes your sex life worse? It helps you not. It's destructive. I don't even talk about that this much. We're on to a whole bunch of other things. But this is baseline. If you're not there, get out of that so we can help you. Get out of you so that we can raise you from the dead. You guys might have come here to raise the sick, heal the sick, raise the dead, cast that demon. It's, it's happening in this room. How many of you know that's true? If you want the dead to be raised, find what brings you life. You can raise yourself from it. I'm going to raise myself from the dead.
what I say from the pulpit, I've processed. It's true. I've worked through it. I try to get as close as I can. But when I go, and there's other places that maybe during uh, doing business, uh, maybe around different sets of people, certainly around children, I don't process, or I try not to process in those places. I'm so good at processing, I, I have to, I struggle, so I don't always do it perfectly. But what I say from here is true. And there's places where you take, to get to that true place, you've got to learn how to process. And what you're doing in the small group is learning how to process. And processing is messy. You say, I, I love the small group. I love it for a ton of reasons, but I love to be able to say whatever I want without judgment. At least act like you're not judging me. Because I'm acting like I'm not judging you. And then you hear yourself talk. And even as you, because it's, I'd like to say it's a safe place, but it's really not safe. It's super dangerous, but man, what, I don't know what other options you got. So it has this feeling of safety. And as you begin to speak into that, you, 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 you just, as you begin to talk, you go, wow, just the ridiculous things that come out of your mouth. And you start to self-correct. You start to give yourself homework. Now, until you're there, until you sober up, your small group leader is giving you homework. They should be giving you homework until you learn to give your, yourself homework. You go, oh, that's really dumb. That's really dumb thinking. That's really bad theology. That's coming out of my pain. And that's a nice, and that's good, and we process, and we get that out, and we get it in the light, and we get better. Say, we get better. Yeah. Jesus was without sin, but I, I thought of one time he processed too. He was in the garden the night before he went to the electric chair, the night before he went to the firing squad, the night before he was lethally injected. And he's like in a spot he didn't want to be, and he's working through all this stuff. He's working through it with his father. He wasn't working, you know, he wasn't working through it with people. He was working through it with God. It's a, it's a beautiful picture of processing. He's the model. His processing is going to look a lot different than us because he was God, okay? I, I, me, I, me and Roger picked around this. I've, I've softened way on where I was going to go with this, but, but he processed too. He processed with his father. That okay, Roger? Did I get away with that? Okay, good. I got the thumbs up from the resident theologian. <laughs> and his process saved our life. Aren't we glad he did that? As you guys process, you guys are getting sin out. You're getting light in. It gets you better. And then... You realize all the ridiculous things you believe. Other people see them, and they help you walk through them. And then they pray you through them, and then they give you action points to walk it out. Isn't that cool? That's what we're doing here. So don't process, process there, and then take it to your pulpit, wherever that is, because all of you were meant to be leaders, somewhere at minimum in your home. But I believe this room is full of pastors.
It's full of church planners. It's full of everything in the list of titles. You want me to go over it? It's, this room is full of them. What a great foundation you're building here. You guys are smart. You guys are geniuses. Say, I'm a genius. I'm a genius. So smart to be here, Lord. I didn't mean to get that repeat after me, but okay. <laughs> it's very different. Some very wise and very deep people dial themselves back to reach masses. I think that's wisdom. That is not falsehood. What, what is good to be... I'm just letting you know that you guys are going to experience that if you haven't already, and it's okay because it's righteousness coming out of you as you begin to peel off that, that falsivity that you guys have walked in that got you to the room. You guys with me? Matt Murray's not, Matt Murray not here tonight, right? He's sick. I love Matt. Matt does not bust balls, but yet he turns out a lot of leaders in this room. He really does. I've come to, I've come to grips with, like, who, who doesn't get better in the presence of kindness. How many, Matt's so kind, and we just send all these rough guys to him, and he just loves them to death for like a year, and they, these guys don't even know what to do with that. They've never had anybody be that kind to them. And it's a beautiful thing. How many of you guys know that his kindness leads to repentance? And they get to experience that through Matt Murray. As you guys, we're going to cut it short because we've been running over. It's just a couple minutes after eight. I'm done. So we've been, uh, I'm going to give you time back. And the reason we're going to go to group is because it's the most important thing we do in here. Man, how about that, that, what do you think that, you know that boy that here, he was 12 years old? What do you think, Roger mentioned this, what do you think that did for him to have this many men be emotionally moved by what came out, out of his instrument? Isn't that cool? <laughs> well, I was going to get his teacher, but he was 200 and the kid was 50, so I went with the kid. So when you go and you go into group tonight, you get your hands on guys. You're like, get your, when you get your hands on somebody and you, you guys get a five-minute prayer interview. You guys know that's what's happening, right? Like It's not just the share, but it's you get to lay your hands on them and pray into what? Pray over, pray out, pray whatever you're doing. But you get to pray God's heart. You get to connect. You get to be God. You get to speak the words of God over them. You get to see them. You want to fall in love with your group? Get your hands on them and pray for them and see them how God sees them. You're seeing this big old mess, and then for a moment you get to step out of that, and you're like, oh, yeah, buddy. I got your future. When you don't see it, I do. You know why we need friends, why we need really good relationships? So that they can remind us who we are when we forget. All right, let's just stand up and clap for ourselves because we're awesome.
I said, let's stand up and clap for ourselves because we're awesome. Come on. Yeah.